Blessings one and all, and welcome to the Infinite Journey Podcast. I'm Paul James Caden, and on today's show, we are going to be talking about the subject, the prophets were wrong. And this is a a bit of a follow-up show to a podcast I did last Wednesday. If you haven't heard that show yet, uh, maybe you'll want to go back and listen to it. Uh, It was entitled, The Voices of the False Prophets. And in that particular podcast, uh, we talked about how so many of these self-proclaimed prophets have made statements and prophecies over the years that just never came to fruition. And we also talked about how so many of them were Uh, making very outlandish predictions about Donald Trump and the 2020 uh, election. Uh, Some of these uh, religious leaders, there's been a few of them. There's been Pat Robertson and a few uh, other people that uh, I'm not familiar with and their their names escape me. But, you know, people that are saying they're, they're prophets and they're hearing from God and they're getting these visions from God and they're They're saying things like God showed them in a dream and God showed them in a vision. Donald Trump, you know, sitting at the right hand of God or seated at the right hand of Christ wearing a crown, looking over the earth and smiling. And, you know, folks, I I don't know about you, but I find that kind of thing uh, a a little bit uh, blasphemous, if you will. Uh, presumptuous, you know, elevating uh, a politician to this uh, heavenly king status and, you know, calling him, you know, the new King David, the new King Cyrus, the man of God, God's man, the Trump of God, you know, and we covered uh, all of that in the podcast, why I thought that was... uh, I just never felt in my heart, in my soul, that that these claims were correct. You know, it seemed to be, uh, as I talked about in my my other show on Friday, uh, entitled Something is Terribly Wrong, you know, my experience uh, years ago trying to find my church home, and I went to so many different denominations and churches, big churches, little churches, and how in many of them, I didn't feel that warm glow of the spirit that I identify with the presence and the voice and the spirit of God. I've always encountered a lot of uh, man-made ideas, a lot of doctrines, a lot of this is what we think and this is what we believe the truth is. But that warm glow of the spirit of fellowship and unity and truth and humbleness and humility always seem to be missing. And when I listen to a lot of these uh, modern prophets speak on these kinds of things, I get that same feeling, you know, something's missing, that that warm glow of the spirit 
just isn't there. And these are the words and the ideas of men. Whether they're making it up, whether it's coming out of their own imagination. And that's something uh, in the evangelical community. I, I actually want to do a show about. It's called Sanctified Imagination. And, uh, you know, I think that's a really interesting topic. We're not going to get into it right here because it's a show in and of itself. But I think this idea of sanctified imagination, if you visualize it basically and see it in your mind's eye, then it is true. It is a vision or a prophecy of God coming through your daydreams, your imaginations. And I think a lot of these modern prophets are doing that, and they uh, they are not sanctified imaginations, uh, you know, or at least they're not true visions of God. They're uh, contrived or made-up visions of God that the people are uh, visualizing or uh, seeing in their own imagination and saying, oh, God showed me this. I feel there's a lot of that going on with, uh, you know, a lot of these people that call themselves, you know, seers and prophets uh, in the modern day. And I also talked uh, in my show on Friday about not feeling that warm glow of the Spirit, that love of God. Um, you know, really, you know, I, I've, I've never felt it in these prophecies, and, and I've never felt it from Donald Trump. And I know a lot of people, there's a lot of, there's always a lot of anger and a lot of confusion when you mention that name. Some are for it, some are against it. And look, I want to make it crystal clear right now, I'm not talking about the guy. And I've said this in so many shows, but people still don't hear it for whatever reason. But I hope you'll hear it now. I'm not talking about Donald Trump as a politician, a president, uh, whether he was a good president or a bad president. Opinions vary on that, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Donald Trump as a human being and the state of his soul. What is coming out of his heart? What are the issues of life? What is the energy of the spirit he's putting forth? And I've never felt that warm glow of the Spirit. There's been, and I don't know how people don't see it, how much, I mean, yeah, he's done some things that were uh, really good for the economy, you know, money-wise, you know, he's uh, a really smart guy and he can wheel and deal and, you know, get things done on the, the financial landscape. But, you know, on the personal, moral, heart-to-heart, soul-to-soul, person-to-person level, he's divided us in this country like no president ever has before. And I don't know how people don't see that. I, I know African-American people. And I've heard stories about them going into the grocery store or just out and about, you know, or one of their family members and somebody comes out of nowhere and just starts hurling, 
you know, racial insults at them because they felt empowered by Donald Trump to be able to really harass and come down on people of color or people of other uh, nationalities or other faiths. You know, they, they found his rhetoric empowering to do that. And they felt that it was something that they should do in order to be patriots. You know, so on, on that on that moral level, uh, it, it absolutely crumbled the nation, you know. And I would rather take, me personally, I would rather take an economy that's, you know, half as good, you know, or three quarters as good and have everybody being decent to one another. You know, then be rich and prosperous, but everybody is nasty and divided and attacking and violent and just, you know, and, and the handling, I know it's the thing with conspiracy theorists, oh, the pandemic's not real, but it is real. It is real. He ignored doctors, he ignored scientists, he, he was always fighting with the CDC, he, you know, Talking to reporters on the phone saying he knows this thing is deadly and it's airborne, but he downplayed it to the people. And then continued to do it right in front of their eyes saying, oh, we're turning the, we're, we're turning the corner, we're turning the corner. And people believe it. It was like they were under some kind of spell or cultic brainwashing where whatever the leader says, we just, you know with our eyes wide open, spinning with little hypnotic circles and just nod our heads. Yes, yes, that is the truth. It wasn't the truth. And so that's, you know, I'm not going to go into all that again, but, you know, that's the issue I saw with so many religious people tagging these religious badges and, and you know, elevating, you know, Donald Trump to be, you know, almost some kind of, heavenly messenger or heavenly king or someone that was going to sit at the right hand of God like Jesus or the right hand of Jesus with the crown on his head and looking over the earth, you know, like he's, you know, <laughs> you know, third in command or some such thing in the, in the heavenly realms. You know, I think a lot of uh, religions out there in the world right now and under the umbrella of Christianity have become way too political and they were not able to see the forest for the trees. You know, I think there was a lot of mistakes made. I think there was a lot of proclamations and prophecies made that were presumptuous, that were wrong. They were not from God. You know, it would almost be like me uh, you know, prophesying over, you know, Kim Jong-un or Adolf Hitler and saying, oh, you know, Adolf Hitler, God showed me in a vision. Uh, his his mission was, uh, you know, he was meant to be a savior and the world stopped him. He was going to save us all. He was God's man. You know, um, 
he was Hitler, so therefore he was going to strike all the evil from the earth, you know, hit it with the, you know, the hand of God, some nonsensical thing like uh, some of these people come up with, 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 with these religious word plays. People would think that's ridiculous, and it would be. And I'll tell you something right now, there, there are people out there who claim to be religious uh, who do th- say things like that about someone like Hitler. So we have to be really careful when it comes to people saying, oh, I'm a prophet, he's a prophet, she's a prophet, wouldn't you like to be a prophet too? You know, it's it can really lead us down a road that is slippery and i think it can start to erode our morality and it can also uh you know cause us to warp our perception of reality you know, and now to the crux of the matter, you know, the the prophets were wrong. All of these prophets who elevated Donald Trump to this uh, almost uh, heavenly servant status, they all prophesied, all of them, and there's a lot of them in the churches, on the internet, in the mega churches, and the televangelists. All of these people who predicted uh, Donald Trump was going to easily win, you know, overwhelmingly win uh, the upcoming election. And that didn't happen. So what are we to make of that? You know, the argument of the, uh, you know, the evangelicals and, you know, the the self-proclaimed prophets is that, you know, uh, Satan and evil man through their plots and their schemes robbed Donald Trump of the presidency. And there's also many of them, you know, and, and see, this is the problem, folks. When, when people make proclamations like this, we're just adding a little bit of a footnote here before we get on, you know, with, with, with this prophesying uh not being correct. We're hearing a lot of people that are following these prophets and these evangelicals and these televangelists, and they think they're being led rightly. These people are really prophets. They see the truth. God is showing them these visions. Then Donald Trump loses the election, and what's happening? And, and, I, and I just came across this uh, over the weekend, you know, Saturday, Sunday. Do you know how many people are saying and telling their pastors and, uh, you know, writing the televangelists and the prophets and saying it didn't happen? Uh, I've lost my faith. I'm giving up on God. You know, uh, I'm so disappointed I feel like I don't have anything left. I'm emotionally burnt out. I don't feel God anymore. And that's what happens. That's what happens, ladies and gentlemen, when you 
give false spiritual information and hope to people based on man's ideas and his imaginations or his so-called sanctified imaginations. You're only going to be able to be wrong so many times. You're only going to be able to teach them the doctrines of men so many times and have the bottom fall out of those things before those people lose faith. And then they start going through a crisis. And then they have a choice to make. Some revamp their spirituality and their faith and they go on, but for some people, it takes years. I know people who have been on that journey trying to rebuild and salvage their faith for over 20 years now. Personally, I know of these people. I know people who failed in trying to rebuild their faith after an experience like this. And they just chose to be an agnostic or an atheist because they just couldn't put the pieces back together. Now let's think about it, folks. Let's really think about this. What did Jesus say when he said it would be better to have the millstone tied around your neck and thrown into the, to the ocean than to cause one of these little ones to stumble? You know, I think we really need to sit back and think about what's happening spiritually in our world, in in this country right now. People following the Pied Piper. And many of them fall over the cliff and die because their faith is ruined. Some fall over the cliff and become greatly injured. Their, Their faith is broken. And it could take years to rehabilitate it. And there's actually fewer that rehabilitate their faith than just choose, I'm going to be agnostic or or atheist. I just don't see any way out of this. And, and I'm having uh, so much pain over what I feel was lies and disappointment over and over and over again. And this is the kind of thing that happens at the hands of these false prophets. And I'm sorry to say it, but the evangelical community is notorious for their false prophets. Every single one of them. I would say 98-99% of them at least has been giving these visions, these dreams, these lies. Trump is our man. Trump is, you know, our King David. He's our Cyrus. He's going to save us all. He's going to win. Don't you worry. The next four years are going to be more glorious than the last four years. And boom, it doesn't happen. And a lot of people are going to stumble and fall and their faith shipwrecked because of this. It's already happening. Go do a little digging. Do a little research. It's already happening. And it's going to happen even more. But what, as I was saying before, and that footnote, it was a little bit longer of a footnote <laughs> than, than planned. But what are these evangelicals and self-proclaimed prophets saying now?
these people now don't even have the courage or the humility to say, you know what, we're sorry. We were wrong. And we're sorry if this hurt anybody, caused anybody to lose faith. No, they're not doing that at all. You know what? You know what I heard one person say, and I'm not going to mention names, um, but he was on a pretty popular show, a pretty popular prophet. And I've heard a few of them saying this now. Oh, don't worry, because they know people are losing faith. People are contacting them and saying, I got nothing left. I've lost faith. I don't know what to do. I'm lost. Here's what the prophets are telling them. Oh, don't worry. And don't you lose faith. Because Donald Trump is going to take this to the Supreme Court. And the Lord showed me that by December, he will be declared President of the United States. And the one guy said, because our president is brilliant. That's all I got to say about that. It's not going to happen. This prophecy will fail too, and what is that going to do? When somebody's hanging on that last little thread, okay, I believe what you're saying, and that doesn't happen, this is going to take a lot of people over the edge. What is that uh, particular scripture? I think it's Jeremiah, but I could be way off on that. Uh, but you could Google uh, just the words when it says, uh, uh, when a prophet uh, you know, prophesies and it and and it doesn't come to pass. The thing he says doesn't come to pass. Uh, you know, do not fear that prophet. You know, basically, he's a false prophet. He's speaking for himself. He's not speaking for God. How many times are these people going to fail in their prophecies? Blame the devil, because that's always easy to do. And as I've talked about in my my other show, you know, when I was in, you know, evangelical uh, fundamentalist Christianity, we spent more time focusing on the power of the devil. Well, I mean, I didn't, you know, but the people around me, and you know, all my friends, you know, I went to certain churches, people that I knew. I didn't focus so much on the devil, you know, sometimes I did, because if you're around that kind of thing enough... You know, I woke up this morning and, oh, gee, my car won't start. Ah, damn that devil, you know. You know, he was, he was everywhere. We spent so much time focusing on, you know, the power of the devil. And the devil's always out to get us. And the devil's always looking to thwart the plans of God. It was almost like he was more powerful than God. And they still lean on that argument, you know, when the prophecy doesn't come true. Ah, well, you know, the devil and his bunch, they're the reason why. I'd like to ask some of these people, is he the reason why so many times again and again and again and again? And every time these prophets set back and say, well, it's the devil. He made it not happen. But don't you worry because God's going to be victorious and they'll set another date. And that date comes and goes, and it doesn't happen.
Is the devil that powerful that he's going to overcome the works of God over and over and over again? Sometimes two or three different times in the same prophecy because it fails, the date changes, it fails, the date changes again. We just keep pushing it ahead, pushing it ahead, moving the goalpost. And how many people does that hurt? Ladies and gentlemen, these people were wrong. I talked about this in the show last Wednesday, the voices of the false prophets. And here we are. But the sad thing is, how many people are going to believe what I'm saying right now? Just like so many times on my old show on the uh, the spirit side, there were these uh, prophecies of doom and gloom coming out of the QAnon, you know, uh, the 10 days of darkness. I, I said that wasn't going to happen twice, and it didn't. And there was a couple other QAnon conspiracies that were supposed to happen, and everybody was prepared. It was all over the internet. And I said, folks, don't worry about it. This is not going to happen. Man, and I got booed, and I got rotten tomatoes, and heads of lettuce thrown at me on the stage. You don't know what you're talking about. You're asleep. You better wake up, because when this happens, you're going to be, you know, sucked into the, the, you know... Uh, the whirlwind of evil. And then even when it didn't happen, multiple times, I still got pegged <laughs> with the rotten tomatoes and the heads of lettuce. You know, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. Just because it didn't happen now doesn't mean it will happen. Let's keep moving that goalpost. Everybody throws around the word cognitive distant dissonance these days but aren't the people who throw that word around participating in cognitive dissonance over and over and over again well our thoughts and opinions didn't work out this time well it'll work out this way oh, it didn't work that time well it'll work this way oh it didn't work that way well it'll work out this way and it just keeps going and going and going trying to make those two roads meet and they never do and it's simple logic to say when they never do, we're probably, as they used to say, barking up the wrong tree. We're headed in the wrong direction. We are trying to, by our own will and our own belief systems, trying to get things to happen in a certain way at a certain time. And we can't accept that it will never work out the way we think it is. Why can't we ever see that and just walk away? Why do people still want to play around with QAnon after all the failed political prophecies? Why do people still want to play around with you know, the evangelical prophets, after all the things they've said that have never happened. And this, this is one of them. It's happened right in front of our eyes. And December is going to come, and December is going to go, and that prophecy is going to fail as well. And listen, if it doesn't, 
I'll be the first one to get on here and say, hey, hey, I was wrong. These people pegged it. Maybe I need to rethink. I try really hard not to be stubborn that way. Because I'm open to what God wants to do, what God wants to show me. I want God to reveal himself to me. I don't want to build my own image of God and then worship it. God is this way. God, you know, God believes this. God looks like that. God, you know, I want God to show himself to me. I don't want to create God out of my own imagination. But that being said, I'll tell you something else that, uh, that that came to me earlier today. And things always come to me in the morning when I'm taking a shower, brushing my teeth. I was thinking about this, uh, you know, the show and, and and the prophecies. And I said, and I was think I was thinking this to myself, brushing my teeth, thinking, yeah, you know, if if it comes to pass that in December, you know, he he's uh, vindicated Donald Trump and he's president of the United States. Or he runs again in 2004 or 2024 and becomes president again because he said he might run again in 2024. Uh, what about the little horn that we see in the book of Revelation, the little horn that comes up and he boasts great things and he's very arrogant and haughty? Wasn't Donald Trump those things? If you say he wasn't or stick to that argument, well, he was a little brusque. He wasn't just a little. As I always say, did you ever hear him speak? Did you read his Twitter page? Did you see his interviews? He was always on the attack. He was always mocking somebody. He knew better than the scientists. He knew more than the generals. He knew more about the environment than anybody else. You know, he, you know, he very boastful. What if he's the person? What if he's the head that gets injured and then comes back to life again and everyone wonders after the beast? Who is like the beast? Interesting. Very interesting. What if he is struck? What if he is injured? What if he loses this election? But then what if somehow he miraculously comes back? And everybody says, wow, you know, who is like this guy? How wonderful is he? See, we have to be careful. You have to be discerning because things aren't always as they seem on the surface, especially when it comes to spiritual things. So if this guy ends up uh, rising like the phoenix somewhere along the line and uh, everybody's, you know, just wowed over it, uh, doesn't necessarily mean he's rising like the phoenix, uh, like Jesus Christ out of the tomb. This could be the false symbolic resurrection of that injured head that comes back to life again. This is why I say, you know, people have to move away from these false prophets. 
even if it's hard, even if it hurts, even if you're struggling a little bit in your faith right now. Because what happens if this, this is the injury to the head and the false, re, the false resurrection happens again? What if Donald Trump were the Antichrist or a Antichrist? What if all the religious leaders say, oh, look, just like Jesus, he's rising from the tomb. Are you going to go along with that just because they say so? Or are you going to look at the man's actions, words, character? Is he humble? Is he haughty? Is he gentle? Is he boastful? Is he humble? Is he prideful? Does he cause unity or does he cause division? Just don't take other people's words for things. And I'm not saying this is going to happen. And I'm not saying that Donald Trump is the Antichrist. I use this as an allegory, of course. But as I've, as I've always said, I feel that this whole MAGA cult um, really has been a primer for a later day deception that, that so many people are going to fall for. So be careful. Be really careful. And don't go running after politicians and prophets and false signs and wonders just because your religious leaders or your favorite self-proclaimed prophet says so. Look at the evidence yourself. Look for that warm glow of the Spirit. Look for truth and humbleness and gentleness and healing and Christ-like qualities. If those things are not there or the exact opposite of those things are not there, then that person, that king, that prophet, that priest, that whoever it might be, is not from God. The prophets were wrong, ladies and gentlemen. And I suspect that they will continue to be, and I suspect that they will continue to lead many people astray until they repent, until they change, until they get a real heart from God and stop marrying the things of God to the things of Caesar because they're two separate things. I thank you so much for listening today. I really do appreciate it. I hope you got something out of this today as usual. Stay safe. Stay well. Stay blessed. Stay sane. Don't let anything that's happening out there in the world or in politics, you know, drive you over the edge or get you down. It can be stressful, it can be worrisome, it can it can get you down, you know, it can make you feel just it's sucking all the energy out of you, depending on how deep you're into all of this. You know, don't let it have that effect on you. Shake it off. Shake the things of the world off and say, you know what? What will be will be on God's real prophetic timeline. 
and I'm going to try my best to change what is wrong, to be a good person, to be discerning. But I'm not going to self-delude myself. I'm not going to let all this get me down. I'm not going to let other people tell me what I should believe or do or who to vote for, who to support. I'm going to look at the evidence myself. I'm going to let the Spirit of God help me determine what is of the light and what is of the darkness. Again, I appreciate your listening. Stay safe. Stay well. I'll see you next time here on The Infinite Journey.